Hi, friends. Welcome back to Tea Time. been a while oh so you had to do an <laughs> extra long one absolutely hmm. i still don't know about that i do and so does everybody else <laughs> we've gotten a lot of feedback actually everyone about how much the sip is loved mm-hmm. so thank well, you thank no. you no thank you we thank will you. not talk about that mm. but we're back yeah we are did Feel you like it's miss been us i know yeah like so long people are like shut up it's been like <laughs> two weeks <laughs> it feels like so long <laughs> But we have been very busy bees. Mm-hmm. We have been wedding planning. We have done a lot more work with the organization. I think we've mentioned before out support here in our community. We are both in school right now. Mm-hmm. It has been a time. It's been a very big time. I feel like we've, I personally feel like we're constantly busy and haven't had much downtime i feel like we're always doing something so it's it's nice to be back and podcasting again a little bit yes i agree so don't be mad at us (laughs) they can't be mad at us they love us right you all love us right thank you guys (laughs) but for today's episode we're gonna do something a little bit different um a few months ago at this point one of our listeners wrote in and basically asked if we could do an episode kind of telling our story from where we began to how we ended up now and we thought that could be super fun a narration of our love story if you will our love story (laughs) what a time yeah so i think that every every story needs to start at the beginning right so we have to start with how we first met lauren this is one of lauren's favorite um parts (laughs) of our love story so i'll i'll let her take the the mic for this All right, all right, all right. Well, way back a whole two years ago. Mm -hmm. A little over two years. Yeah. We became a Tinder love story. Mm. Yes. I was... They're real. They are. It's us. I was 35 seconds out of a very serious relationship, (laughs) and I was lonely, and I wanted attention, so I got on Tinder, Mm. as one does. Mm. And because I wasn't looking for anything serious, I wasn't even necessarily looking to, like, meet with anyone in real life. I just wanted someone to, like, talk to me because, again, I was feeling lonely. Mm. And for that reason, I only responded to people whose first messages on Tinder were, like, really funny and they made me laugh. A pickup line. Yeah, like, a cheesy but funny pickup line. Like, those were the only people I was talking to. But for whatever reason, (laughs) because I thought he was hot, actually, that is the reason. That is the only reason. I responded to Bo, whose first message to me was, hey. Smiley face. <laughs> There's a smiley face in there. Don't let her fool you. She, the don't let her fool you. It was, hey, smiley face. Maybe even an exclamation point, too. I, I can't don't know really, about that. Maybe. We can probably go back and find them. Yeah. But needless to say, I was a little bit unimpressed, but again, 
I thought he was hot, so I was she like, was all right. She was swept off her feet by my oh. general aura. <laughs> she knew. She oh. knew that there was something special there. Well, apparently the universe knew, and that's why mm. she made me reply to you. Yeah, she did. But fast forward, we talked off and on for... <laughs> A few weeks. Uh, let me <laughs> let me clarify. Don't here. listen to this I, part. I tried to talk to Lauren often, and she only responded every now and again. So really, and then oh, let's talk about the friend zone no. part too. So Lauren literally friend zoned me one time by saying like, "I think for now I just want to be friends. Like I'm fresh out of my old relationship. I think I just want to stay friends for right now." And I was devastated. But like I was like, "Yeah, no, like that's understandable." I was literally friend zoned, literally. Yeah, we can probably find that message too. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I just that was before we even met and I was try I knew you liked me a lot based on how often you texted me mm. and how much you just laid on the cuteness, the romance. <laughs> I just knew that you liked me a lot and I didn't want to break your little heart because I didn't intend to ever meet with you in real life. But you did, which leads us to our first date. True. So <laughs> our first date was interesting, to say the very mm -hmm. least. Um, just so you all know, it started off, so I had to take my car into the car repair shop because um, it just needed some work done. And it all started... <laughs> in two hours in the car repair shop yeah, that is where he <laughs> took me first so gentlemen if you want to impress your lady that's take it. her to the car repair shop that's it, it <laughs> i i picked you up in my car and you want to tell you want to tell everyone what that was like for you because that was also special wasn't it yes well i was like obviously nervous because I had, like I said, I had just gotten out of a very long relationship. I had not been on a first date literally in 945 years. And so I was nervous, but you were so nervous. Literally for the entirety of the two hours we sat there, we talked to one another and it was good conversation, but you were too nervous to like look at me. Like I don't know if you looked at me even like one time when we were there because you were just so nervous. I was really nervous, but you're forgetting. Oh, oh, oh. Right, right. Rewind a little bit upon his arrival <laughs> to come pick me up. I literally open the passenger door and there is like, there are flowers sitting in the seat. And I was like, oh my God. I was, I was simultaneously impressed and nervous because I hadn't told my cousin who I was mm -hmm. living with at the time that... Me and my old partner had broken up and I was going on a date a with a date. new person. Yeah. And I knew she was going to be like, for what reason do you have those flowers? <laughs> and I was like, hmm, how do I sneak these into the house yeah, so later? Basically, the moral of this story is day one already pulling moves. Mm -hmm, yeah. Always. Yeah. And then we ended up in the car repair shop. We were there for well, probably a little over two hours. Um, also, everyone, our first date lasted like 10 hours, mm -hmm. so that tells you something, too. But um, 
We sat in the car repair shop for a little over two hours, and she's absolutely right. I literally was so nervous. I feel like it was like a little bit of like side eye eye contact. Yeah. <laughs> like, but we were sitting next to each other on this little couch in the repair shop, right? But then like I would like a little bit make eye contact, look over to the side, and like, but I was you know throwing the jokes in left and right. I was just really hitting it hard. <laughs> That's pretty true. Yeah. So where did we go next after the car repair shop? Yeah, so after that, we um, ended up watching a movie for however long, I don't know, maybe like another couple of hours um, at one of my parents' house. And then after that, we went to go get frozen yogurt, and that was an experience in and of itself. And oh, go ahead. Yeah, um, it was an experience (laughs) because... I already had it in my brain that despite his sweetness and his romancing ways, he was just like a big, big player. Like, that's just what that was just my opinion of you. And that was fine because, again, I'm just looking to hang out and have fun. So we go to get our frozen yogurt and we sat at like this it was like a bar. Yeah, like thing. a bar type seat, like up against the wall where they had like paper and crayons and stuff. And we were like just drawing pictures. And you didn't draw shit. I know that's true. You try. You taught me how to draw a sailboat. I did. So I drew a sailboat. Yeah. But he drew me a picture. I still have that somewhere. <laughs> but he also drew a picture of there was like a monkey. It was like it was like a jungle scene. Mm-hmm. And on our way out, he gives it to the girl that was working at the frozen yogurt shop. Okay, but that's also like way out of context because no, she was. Not. Yes, it is because she was talking to us and like joking around with us as well and like made the joke like, oh, like you should draw me one too. And then I did. Like it wasn't like I just drew this picture out of nowhere and then gave it to this random person hmm. working. Also, hmm. though. <laughs> That is, one, not my fault that you assumed that I was a player. And two, let's, uh, am I now? Do you think that of me now? Exactly. Okay, so, right, right. We can just leave it at you are making assumptions that are not true. That's fair. And you are playing it up in your head. (laughs) That's that's what I think. Okay, well, that's kind of fair. (laughs) But then, you know, so this is day one. And, oh, after that also, we ended up going back to your cousin's house and watching, like, two more movies. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, all in all, it was, like, a 10-hour date. But then the next day, (laughs) what we we were back together within, like, less than 12 hours the next morning. Yeah, I'm pretty sure since our first date, we have seen each other almost every single day other than when you had your army obligations. Mm -hmm. Like a couple of weekends here and there. Yeah. Like, every single day we saw each other after that. Yeah, I, like, went back over to her cousin's house the next morning, and I... To make me mac mac and and cheese. cheese. Yeah, I made homemade (laughs) mac and cheese Well, from scratch, went to the store and got all the ingredients, made it. It was great. And then you both had mac and cheese leftovers for days. Yeah. Yeah. And my cousin told me after that we were going... I don't know where we were going, but we were in the car somewhere, and she was like, so... You know he's like in love with you, right? <laughs> and I was like, oh, I don't. I still don't think I had told her at that point that no. I had ended my previous relationship. But she was like, I, 
I just want to let you know that yeah. he like came over at like 9 a.m. to make you homemade mac and cheese. So I don't know if you know that he's in love with you. <laughs> and I was yeah. like, oh, thanks. <laughs> but then it was all history from there because then I was over all the time. I was over making food for the three of us all the time, Taco Tuesday. Yeah. I basically became a boyfriend to her as you well. You were the community yes, boyfriend. That's still your boyfriend. title. Yes. And I was coming over and cutting the grass. Um, Un, unannounced like mm-hmm. by surprise I would leave you things on the bed as well as her <laughs> I would <laughs> yeah. leave you both things on your beds like little cute surprises and whatnot um but do you want to move on and, and talk about the first time that I met our family yes so for future reference when we use the language our family that refers typically to my biological family and then also when we say both side of our family that includes the few people he has mm-hmm. left that we love and consider family 100%. Yep. Um, so it was Memorial Day. So everything is happening very quickly. Right. Our first date was like May 13th. 13th. Yeah. And when's Memorial Day at the end of that month? Yeah. So like two I, weeks the 31st, later. Yeah. So like within two weeks. So yeah. Everything is moving pretty quick. Yeah. Um, and I told him family is very important to me. Like, I warned him about my dad specifically. Mm -hmm. I said, like, my dad hasn't really enjoyed anyone I've brought home before. Like, don't take it personally. Like, he just isn't very talkative. Like, he takes some time to warm up. Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, Mm -hmm. this big warning. And Bo's like, okay, like, yeah, that's fine. So we get there. (laughs) And within, like... By the time we're finishing our cookout meal, they're, like, sitting together, like, chatting it up about everything (laughs) in the whole world. And they're like, oh, my God. We're talking about, well, because your dad loves musicals, too, and he loves, like, those types of movies, like Pitch Perfect and stuff like that. (laughs) And part of it was that I had brought my guitar and was singing songs. Like, everybody was like, oh, sing us a song. So, like, and I was singing for your two younger cousins who are younger i think we've talked about them before they're Mm -hmm. like five and seven or something like that um i was singing songs for them and then your dad's like talking it up with me he's like yeah so like how about those auditions and stuff and like (laughs) how long have you been playing guitar (laughs) (laughs) but it was just out of nowhere because like lauren had told me that be careful like he might or don't don't be upset like he might not talk to you that much and yeah we were chatting it up he loves me i love him And then I remember while you were playing a song there, my one cousin came over to me and he was like, did you make him come here and perform for us to like get acceptance? And I was like, yeah, I did. Yeah, that's it. That's it. (laughs) And then not even maybe like a week and a half after that, I came to your cousin's wedding. (laughs) Yeah, you sure did. Do you want to talk about that? Because I know that that's something that you thought was funny. I sort of inserted myself. She likes to say. Not sort of. You absolutely (laughs) did. One time we were on the phone and it was like a week and a half, two weeks before the wedding. And we were talking on the phone. You're like, so like, what should I wear to the wedding? (laughs) (laughs) I was like, what? Excuse me? (laughs) He's like, well, you know, like I, like, I'm just going to (laughs) come. Like, You don't have a plus one anymore. Like, I'm just going to come. I'm your plus one now. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, I was looking online. I was looking at these bow ties. Like, which one do you like best? And then he like <laughs> sent them to me. And I was like, all right. Well, I guess I have a date to their wedding now. You love that, though. You love it. Yeah, I it. did love yeah. that. But after that, I feel like we just had like the biggest like 
whirlwind romance summer there mm-hmm. ever was. Yeah, I agree. We were together constantly. Yeah, we were. Because you lived in your cousin's house for the entire summer, and I was basically living there, too, I feel yeah. like, you're pretty much. <laughs> yeah, you pretty yeah. much were. And then after that, we went back to Athens, Ohio, because coincidentally you despite being graduated you had also signed a lease for a house there Mm -hmm. and I was finishing up my last year of undergrad and similarly to our entire summer prior to that like we slept at my apartment or Mm -hmm. your house we attempted to sleep at your house it was disgustingly hot yeah the air conditioning like didn't work in there or something and it was just far too hot so basically I was at Lauren's apartment yeah I was gonna say I don't think we ever succeeded yeah I think sleeping a whole night there I remember we did the one time that we tried and it was like three o'clock in the morning and we're both like tossing and turning we're like it's so hot like I gotta get the hell out of here so then but then we ended up leaving and then we got like food and like drove around at like 3 a.m and then and then went back yeah 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 so then eventually we learned our lesson and never even really tried to sleep there anymore but I thought it was funny because you want to tell them all your nervousness about officially asking me to move in okay I don't know why I was so nervous (laughs) because we literally had been living together like almost 85 percent of your things were in my apartment at that time yeah and so we got to Athens beginning of August and I would say like it was probably like beginning of October. So mm-hmm. it'd probably been like two months, Couple of, months yeah. of being in that routine of basically sleeping at my apartment the whole time. I remember texting you one day at work and I was like, so like I <laughs> have a question that I've really been thinking about that I wanted to ask you. Mm-hmm. And you're like, yeah, like what's up? And I was like, well, I just like wanted to know if you wanted to move in with me. <laughs> and you were like, excuse me. And you're like, is that not what right. we've been <laughs> I doing? Like, I thought we already were pretty much, but okay. <laughs> Um, so I'm pretty sure you even already had keys at that point. Probably. I think we had gone to like one of those little yeah. Walmart key machines and <laughs> copied the key. Yeah. You're like, uh, sure. Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm basically here more than you are anyways because of class and work. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So that is how our moving in went. Yeah. We basically moved in like after our first day. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It was very quick. Very quick. But then we were there for a little while and, you know, working and schooling and whatnot. Um, And then as we've talked about, you know, only a few, maybe four or five months into our relationship is whenever I came out Mm -hmm. um, as trans. And that was a pivotal point, I feel like, in our relationship. I feel like we've had quite a few of like pivotal points in our relationship. Mm -hmm. But that was a big one because, um, you know, because of that, we started, both of us started going to therapy. um, And we really started learning how to communicate at that point in time, don't you think? Yeah, no, I really agree. I think... It was just very interesting. I think personally, like, just our relationship, like, we were fine Mm -hmm. with your coming out. Like, there was no, like, bumps in the road in terms of, like, you and I. Like, we woke up the next day. It was just another day. Like, it didn't change how I felt about you. Like, you and I didn't need to have any sort of, like, big discussions or anything like that. Um, But I remember this is probably closer to winterish springtime mm-hmm. um so it had been some time after you had come out like i remember telling you one day like i 
love you seriously so much. I think our relationship is great. However, like, I think because of all of, like, the outside influences and your coming out, like, I think eventually if we don't do something about that, like, our relationship is not going to last Mm -hmm. anymore. Like, I couldn't, like, watch how... And you were just you were depressed mm-hmm. like for quite some time because of like outside influences and you're coming out. So I remember saying like, I think we need to go to therapy. Like we need to try to fix this somehow because like I don't want something that has nothing to do with you and I to end our relationship. And I really agree that like going to therapy and like going through those months of us both being depressed mm-hmm. and like having a really hard time like really started this I don't know effect of us changing a lot of things about our own mental health about our communication about how we treated our relationship and so I think that was necessary in a lot of ways yeah absolutely I think um that to me me coming out was um sort of a pivotal point for myself both as an individual and as your partner just because I feel like it taught me very clearly that I had some shit that I had to work through Mm -hmm. um personally uh I feel like it taught me it really brought to light some to me some of my like toxic traits that I had harbored for years Mm -hmm. um because of previous experiences and upbringings and whatnot and it sort of just unleashed this like ongoing process of chain change and growth and and healing and learning and working through things and yeah I think that that's whenever we really started to realize like (laughs) relationships are effort especially Mm -hmm. if um you want them to last And yeah, I think that that's when we really, both of us started to put in a lot of effort and it was a lot of trial and error, I feel like for for a while. Um, And it occasionally can still be, but I feel like where we are now from where we were, you know, at that point in time, Mm -hmm. like a year-ish, a year and a half ago is like wild to me. Um, Yeah. Night and day. Yeah. I also feel like I recall many conversations in the very beginning of our relationship, like before we even like, quote, made it official or anything um, that like you and I talked in depth about like, this is not going to be our previous relationships. Mm -hmm. Like we, we will talk about this more in future episodes, but we were equally as if not more so toxic partners Mm -hmm. in our past relationships than like anything else so like we talked about very early on like this will not be our old relationship we will not be the people we were in our old relationships and I think you coming out like the months following that um was when we first kind of put that thought and commitment to one another into action yeah and I feel like in any process of growth or change or anything there's a lot of occasional rockiness um and I feel like there was for a little while there was some like back and forth and like it's because it's a process of unlearning toxicity Mm -hmm. right and unlearning toxic traits um and I feel like it's not a linear path at all but I feel like that coming out process and then the months uh, up to like a year and some Mm -hmm. (laughs) had to follow that um was a process of non-linear change and growth and whatnot and it's all led to where we are now which we'll get to in a few minutes 
Yeah, no, I agree with that. Yeah. Do you want to talk about getting engaged a little bit, though? Yeah. So moving on, I think, first of all, I am proud that we just shared what we did because, as always, we want to be vulnerable with you guys Mm -hmm. and we don't want, we're not going to sit here and pretend that we are perfect people or our relationship has been perfect. Like, Mm -hmm. I think it's important to share exactly what happened. Yeah, exactly. I feel like it's, it's a part of being honest with others is also tied into being honest with ourselves mm-hmm. um, and it's been a lot of change and growth and healing and forgiveness and learning and doing things differently so that we don't fall back into old patterns mm-hmm. and old routines and I think that where we are now I'm so proud of us and I'm so happy to be on the path that we have been on oh, me too <laughs> okay moving on for real this time to getting engaged so we got engaged about a week shy of our one year anniversary mm-hmm. yeah um and the quick version of how it happened um basically we were moving that day mm-hmm. we were about to get in our car and drive half of the journey to our new place um and we went over to my aunt's house i was under the impression that it was just like a going away like let's see everyone like before we go say our goodbyes blah 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 and Bo had been making this video of like his progress on testosterone so like every week he would take this video of like to document his voice and his Mm -hmm. looks and everything like that and he had told me he's like I really want to share this with our family like they have been so supportive they've given me a lot of love like they have been on this journey with me like I want to share it with everyone and I was like yeah that sounds great so he had planned to play this video at our going away event (laughs) shebang yeah (laughs) and so he played it and at the end there was part of the video talking about how just thinking our family as a whole individual members of our family thinking me and I remember something you said in the video you said something about wanting to love me forever Mm -hmm. or wanting to be with me forever or something and I remember my mom that was like not the end of the video like there was more after that Mm -hmm. and I remember my mom coming up to me after the video had ended and you got down on one knee and proposed and she's like did you like when he said that did you like not see it coming and I was like actually that's something he says to me all the time so like no I really didn't think that was anything out of the ordinary she's like oh like you love each other like a lot (laughs) that he says that to you all the time I was like yeah Yeah. um but yeah so after that video he proposed we got to celebrate with everyone and that was a super important time to get to be around family before we moved to our new place yeah and then it was a terrible process because then we had to sit in the car for like seven eight hours yeah separately um separate cars for like six seven eight hours I mean I guess we stopped halfway but still like hours to head to a new state and a new place of living and it was awful because we just wanted to be together I know (laughs) I like looked at my ring like the whole entire time I was driving I like had it up and it was like shining in the sunlight I was like oh and our engagement dinner was sheets that mm-hmm. night when we got to oh, our yeah. hotel oh, well you gotta love sheets sheets um, is absolutely so good. mac and cheese bites mm-hmm. we got so much stuff and mm-hmm. sat on the hotel 
bed and ate all our food. Yeah, we did. It was great. It was amazing. It was. Um, but then that sort of led to our brief move, um, which we won't really get into too much because when I say brief, I literally mean like six months. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we were not not even like five. Um, we weren't there for very long, but we just wanted to bring this up because we were sort of talking about it before and we view this move as sort of like the climax of our relationship thus mm-hmm. far. I was telling Lauren relating it to like an old like high school English class whenever you learn about the different stages in novels and mm-hmm. and like you get to the climax and then the resolution and all of that. And I feel like this was sort of the turning point of our relationship, wouldn't you say so? Yeah, for sure. I think there were a lot of pros and cons mm-hmm. of being there. Um I think one pro, like you said, it was kind of like a turning point for us. I think in a sense, it like we were away from home. It was like an Alex-free life, mm-hmm. basically. And that yeah. was something we had not experienced up until that point. And I think our mental health in that regard was a big positive. Um, I think some cons were that I had just started grad school Mm -hmm. and that was very difficult um it was a different pace of learning and everything for me you had a very stressful job that worked very stressful long 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 Mm -hmm. hours and didn't pay very well no didn't pay very well and I also then was just by myself Mm -hmm. like all the time um and so I think that was hard but like you said I think it kind of helped us re- configure our priorities and that's why we moved back after just such a short amount of time we decided like for our mental health for our happiness for our the healthiness Mm -hmm. of our relationship and for ourselves like we need to get we called it the bad place the bad place so we needed to get out of the bad place (laughs) yeah we absolutely did and I feel like that was just such an important part of our relationship because even though it was very brief, it was very pivotal and transformational and it led to where we are now. It mm-hmm. led to, to moving home and then to our current situation now. And I think that that sort of sparked some of the biggest change in growth in our relationship and in our personal lives as well. And now here we are. <laughs> now here we are. Yeah. And we're, we're currently living in a very transitional period right now even. Yeah, I think there are a lot of changes that have happened over this past year. I think there are many, many, many more changes to come mm-hmm. in the next just year even. I feel like there's so much coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, so many things will be changing. But I think it's we finally feel in a space that is we like our home. We are close to family. We don't have any outside factors to like worry about so Mm -hmm. we can really just like bear down and focus on all the upcoming changes and devote more positive energy to all of that yeah and it's a lot of exciting changes too Mm -hmm. and exciting um periods of time and and journeys and growth and whatnot um we have our engagement photo shoot on wednesday i'm excited i know um but yeah it's just been a very beautiful journey it's been a hard journey too and Mm -hmm. it's been rocky um but I feel like the difficult parts I know this is cliche but I feel like the difficult parts have sort of um allowed us to become the people and the partners that we are now and Mm -hmm. I love who we are now um, me too as people and as partners I agree we are vastly different than we were just two years ago yeah 
even we'll just do a whole like episode on that. Away. Yeah. Right. Right. Crazy. Yeah, but that is our love story up up until up until now. Yeah, um, in a nutshell. Yeah, in a nutshell. Um, and who to the person that asked the question? Thank you so much because I feel like that <laughs> shows how much you guys really do care about yeah. us and Aww. and our stories. So thank yeah. you for that. Um, but now we actually have quite a few questions to catch up on over the past few weeks or so. Yeah, we do. Two of them are at me, mm. and I have kind of a big head about it. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but looking in the DMs and seeing, like, Lauren, I have a question for you. I say, oh, oh. okay, bring it on. Bring I'm it, ready. Queen. <laughs> Let's hear it, Queen. Okay. <laughs> well, the first one to me says, do you think it matters whether or not I come out as pansexual to the people I'm comfortable with knowing? I just wonder if it's worth it to tell anyone else since my partner is a cis male and I'm very happy with him. So I thought a little bit about that question and I feel like the answer I gave was not very helpful because the (laughs) answer was that only you can know that Mm. because I experienced something somewhat similar. My past relationship, as I mentioned, which was a long-term relationship, was with a girl and everyone just labeled me as gay, like labeled me as a lesbian. And I personally didn't feel the need to kind of combat that or correct anyone and say like, no, actually I'm pansexual. So that choice for me personally was that I didn't really care so much um however i can a hundred percent understand wanting to share that with people because if you're pansexual you're part of the lgbt community Mm -hmm. and if that is your tie and nobody knows that because of your gender and you're dating a cis male and you're seemingly straight like i can understand that that is very frustrating if you don't seem to have like a link or a home within the LGBT community. So I think that is something that is really up to you and only you can make that choice. And I would love to know what you decide to do because everyone is different and I'd love to learn from your story as well. Yeah, absolutely. I don't want to add too much more because it wasn't really for me. But No, this is my time actually, <laughs> so you can just turn your mic off for Okay, a okay. Because the next one is for me too. <laughs> I, I think um, to the person that asked this question though, I feel like just reiterating what Lauren was saying, doing whatever you think is best for yourself. Um, and empower we want you to feel empowered Mm -hmm. to do whatever you think is best for you um and also yeah if you want to embrace that identity of yours of yours then please feel free um you deserve to yes absolutely Um, and i think i'll ask this next question because my mic will be turned off as lauren put it (laughs) but the next question for lauren everyone Mm -hmm. in case you didn't know yeah in case you (laughs) haven't heard um lauren did you experience any anxiety when Bo came out when I came out. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This person, when they wrote in their question, kind of gave some background about how their partner has, for their whole relationship, kind of expressed some gender diversity, but there haven't really been any action steps behind that. It was all just conversation. And they were talking about how if there were any action steps in the future they wouldn't really know how to feel um and so to answer that question 
No, I didn't personally experience any anxiety when Bo came out. However, that is not to say that you shouldn't. Your feelings are your feelings. Um, Something I also shared with this person when I replied was that if now, if one day Bo looked at me and said, I feel like my gender identity is changing. I think it is a bit more feminine and I would like to make some changes. I think that would catch me off guard. I don't know if anxiety is the right word to use, but I think that would be something that I perceive as more unexpected than when he did come out this time. Um, So I can definitely understand experiencing a brief bout of anxiety but at the end of the day your partner is still your partner they will be the same person you love on the inside Um, and I think if you this person also shared with me after um, we talked about it for a bit that they were like you know what like you're right like my partner is my partner and I love them and nothing fundamental about them is going to change so I was very happy that this person came to that conclusion so quickly during this discussion Mm -hmm. Um, but I can't understand that sometimes it may take a bit more time but my advice at the end of the day is just to understand and know that nothing super major is going to change about the reasons you love your partner Mm -hmm. or the dynamic within your relationship right for sure I have nothing to add. That was oh, because I did so good. Yeah, you did so good. Thanks. Oh, <laughs> I have a question. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it's your turn now. I guess I'll ask it to you. <laughs> Our last question says, "How do I talk to my nine-year-old niece about her identity if I suspect she may not be cis, and I think her immediate family would be unsupportive of that?" Okay, I feel like I need to clarify because this question wasn't for me it was just for us but Mm. i'm gonna touch on um but yeah no i think that's a great question i think that given that your niece is so young and likely well not likely still does have um a lot of you know Mm self-discovery to go through um i think that you don't necessarily want to uh bombard her with questions per se just because um she is still learning who she is and figuring herself out um i think that the best way to go about that could be to just um offer an affirming space for her um in in subtle ways maybe you can educate her a little bit about um the lgbt community or uh gender diverse individuals and just express to her Um, that regardless of who she is, she can always feel comfortable around you to be herself and to um, know that no matter what, she can always count on you for love and support. Um, And yeah, I I think just being affirming of gender diverse identities in general could maybe create a space for her in her mind that if one day maybe she does come out as um, gender diverse or genderqueer, non-binary or trans or whatever, Um, that she'll be able to look back on those experiences and those conversations with you and say, hey, like, my aunt, uncle, so-and-so really is an affirming, accepting person, Mm -hmm. and I know that I can rely on them if I need to go to them for anything. Yeah, I think you made two very important points in that. The first being to just 
like you said, be unassumingly supportive. Mm-hmm. Um, and two, something that I feel like I have thought more about as we've talked to our guests the past month has been to kind of give her that language to see if she can find herself in it. Mm-hmm. Because if being in a sheltered or unsupportive family she may not even be getting that exposure to like see other people like her right and that could be damaging in and of itself Mm -hmm. um i do think the internet is a crazy place these days and i think information and language and lgbt resources are much more accessible but i think that you can be a great resource of just like you said Bo, educating about lgbt language Mm -hmm. lgbt resources anything like that to see if when she starts to discover herself more she does see herself reflected in some of that language yeah and also giving her a space where she can see that trans joy is real Mm -hmm. um not necessarily for herself if she hasn't come to that conclusion about her identity um but just showing her that trans people like normalizing the trans experience and Mm -hmm. normalizing trans joy especially because like lauren was saying if she does come from an immediate family who maybe isn't very supportive um then they might if they do speak to her about the lgbt community at all it might be in more negative lights for sure so being sure to um you know use positive language whenever you speak of trans or non-binary or lgbt folks in general yeah no i think that's super important yeah um but yeah that's do you have anything to add to that last question no i don't we did it beat the dead horse (laughs) (laughs) um but anyways yeah so to wrap up this episode um we just wanted to touch on our new schedule that we've formulated moving forward um we don't think that it's conducive to our lifestyles currently to do an episode every week Mm -hmm. so moving forward we just wanted to share with you all the new set of goals and expectations for the podcast um we're planning on putting out episodes on the second Tuesday of every month, um, but potentially with some random episodes scattered in between. Yeah, so you will have some consistency Mm -hmm. second Tuesday of every month with some fun surprises sometimes when we have more time. Yeah, and we do apologize for the random break, but we thank you all for sticking with us along this journey and Mm -hmm. still loving the pod regardless. Yeah, clearly you all have been loving the Mm -hmm. pod because despite not releasing an episode in however many weeks, we are up to listeners in 21 countries and 207 cities around the world. Isn't that wild? Yes. We we are are on six of the seven continents in the world. There are seven, right? Yeah. (laughs) I literally just had like a blank moment. I was like, oh man, I haven't been in a geography class in a while. But I just cannot believe all of your support. We have been getting, you guys have been shouting us out on other people's pages Mm -hmm. on social media and sharing us. And I just could not be more grateful for you all yeah seriously thank you so much um we're really happy to be back and we're really happy to be able to share this new schedule outline with you all um thank you for spreading the word and sharing and listening continuously and endlessly um but before we end lauren do you have anything else that you'd like to add nope i think we're good okay well thank you all and we'll see you all next time